Welcome back to Bell Cartel Radio. This is your host, Carly Bell, and we are on episode I don't know exactly, but we are about to spill some tea today, so get ready. So guys, I'm in my hotel room right now. I have had the craziest couple of days, and I'm going to share with you some you know, wonderful little stories and some little tidbits of all the things that happened to me this week. So I went to Mexico with a big group of influencer people, internet friends of mine, and it was so fun, much more fun than I was really expecting it to be. Um, I haven't been in a lot of social situations, like really at all in the past five years. I have been so extremely isolated I think I've maybe, you know, gone out like to parties or the club or whatever in all of five years, maybe like five times at the most. So this weekend was a total world opener is what I would call it. I felt like so refreshed to talk to all these different people. We all kind of had similar interests because everyone there was either an influencer, a photographer, someone who was working in the realm of OnlyFans type content, YouTube, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. And going into it, I was kind of thinking, you know, if it's all these people with followers and influencers and whatever, like I was nervous. I thought, you know, maybe, oh, I'm not good enough. Or like, you know, you get insecure going into that kind of situation. Even I do. Um, And it ended up being so comfortable and so non-judgment zone. It was fantastic. So I had a ton of fun. Shout out to Desired Management, Irv the Plug, Irving, thank you. I really had so much fun and I do plan on going on more trips hopefully with this group. I want us to continue because it was such a fun environment to be around. So I think it was great for everyone. So let me get into some tea. What happened to me on this trip? Well, basically I am the most sheltered 25 year old. Like I'm not really, I know you know, some shit. Like I've been through a lot of um, emotional traumas in life, but at the same time, I've been really isolated, sheltered, never in bad social situations. Not that anything was bad, but I haven't really been around like real life situations as an adult. You know, the most partying I did were like little house parties in high school, like in someone's house when their parents went away, like casual partying. And partying in Mexico with all these people who are freaking balling, like everyone has money and it was so crazy. I mean, they must have spent like thousands and thousands of dollars on alcohol and drinking and tequila, everything, anything you could want, you could have had it. Like I had joints being given to me, like it was really fantastic. Um, So everyone was super welcoming. The guys were nice, like not creepy. I was definitely not interested in anyone there. (laughs) Not in an offensive way, but it was just like not that kind of vibe. It was really like everyone was just networking and like just enjoying each other and like sharing stories and it was really great. So one of the funny things, okay, let me think of all the funny things that happened. But at one point we went out to a club and... I was not really drunk at all. Like I had been drinking during the day, but this was around like 10.30 that we left. So I had really sobered up. I was kind of tired, a little bit over it. And 
I ended up like sitting down. We were like up in the DJ booth because some people in the group were the DJs for the club. So we had the whole club was basically just people in our group. It must have been like, I don't know, like 20, 30 people in total. Like it was a couple of different friend groups, um, a different people that knew each other came together. And I had my roommate, which was Carly. So we both have the same name, Carly and Carly. This has happened to me before. I've had a friend named Carly, so it's not new for me. Um, But yes, we knew each other just from Instagram and I happened to invite her and she came. So I was really happy that she came because I would have gone just on my own and, you know, met up with everyone there and made friends. But it was nice to have someone like specifically going so that we could room together and like be each other's buddy. And also it was great because she was like cool and independent. So it was like we both could go off and do our own thing and like talk to people and socialize. But then like at the end of the night, like at the end of the club night, um, I was like being dragged with one group and I was like, wait, I need to find my roommate. And like I turned around and she was looking for me too. So it was good. Um, You have to have like that girl, you know, best friend or like that buddy system when you go out with a new group, you know, just to be safe. So I had my roommate with me, Carly, and we really had such a, like a fun group of people that were so different from different places. A lot of the people are now in LA, living in LA, but there are people from all over. So I got to really talk to people. We did a little photo shoot um, and it was great. Like I feel like I have just been missing out on life and I was always kind of like, I don't want to go and socialize because I felt like meeting people was really draining for me. And I think a lot of that comes from like just the stigma of having been in high school and feeling very, um, again, isolated. That's like my favorite word to describe, like really the past 10 years of my life. Like even in high school, I didn't have a lot of friends. Like I was very exiled from my friend group. Like you guys know if you've listened to past episodes, I was really bullied, like they leaked my nudes when I was in high school, the girls were mean to me, and the guys, you know, were nice to me in private, obviously, like every guy wanted to, you know, see if he could fuck me, basically, and all the girls hated that, and I really didn't like any of the guys except for like the two that I would bounce back from, and so that was how I got that negative reputation, I guess, poor me, honestly, me, but anyway, So I've really been isolated and it was scary and intimidating for me to hang out with like a big giant group of people, but I really feel like it was fun because we all have the similar interests of like, you know, making money and like people that are independent and have these like specific industry type jobs. We're not, you know, people that are all into mathematics or science or whatever it is. Like it was an influencer group, like as cringe or corny as you may want to say that is. It was, you know, fun to just be with people that had similar interests. So it made me feel so healed and not alone. And although there were some moments in it where I was like, oh my God, I'm I'm feeling insecure. I want to get my body done. Like my roomie has the bombest body. She has a nice big booty, slim waist, the whole thing. So it was hard for, and she's like tall and I just felt really kind of short and like skinny and like a little baby at some points. And then there would be other points when like we were hyping each other up and I was just, and you know, talking. And there was a moment with this group of girls, we were all sitting in the pool cabana and everyone was like just complimenting each other. I think everyone was kind of really stoned and like drunk and high, but it was still genuine. Like, 
oh my god what color are your eyes your, your eyes are hazel they're the prettiest color and then the other girl's like no I just thought my eyes were brown and and then all the girls are like no your eyes are so pretty and like all those moments that you know I think are kind of regular and normal and people have those all the time but I haven't ever had that ever and I got into a conversation with a group of girls. They were having like a full on heart to heart. And I just like started listening in because I was like, whoa, this sounds like some good ass information and like a good group of females like supporting each other. It was just like a beautiful conversation about, you know, how they were learned from their past relationships and the ups and downs of like the life that they've been living and trying to get them to know themselves better and like all that kind of stuff and talk about like traumas and how our childhood traumas or your parents relationships how that affects you and what we're looking for in love and like in self-empowerment and careers and it was just like the most deep conversation to be having when everyone is fucking high as hell in a pool cabana with blasting music and people spraying champagne all over each other like it was a real soul conversation and then I again talked to those girls that night out at the club and it was so fabulous. Like, I feel like they are meant to be my friends. Definitely going to hang out with them. Um, and that was, like, one completely, like, they were all together, this group of people. Kind of separate from the rest of the group, but also with everyone. And I was just instantly drawn to that specific group and everyone in it. And that makes me just feel like there really is a thing as like energy and vibes and whatever that is. Like you're just supposed to meet certain people. I genuinely in the past month and a half have realized you are meant, whoever comes into your life, like it is for a reason. You don't meet people by accident. Like everyone comes into your life for a lesson, a reason, whatever it is. And I'm really happy that I took the opportunity to go to Mexico it's something that a year ago I would have just never thought I could do. Like flying, first of all, I had a connecting flight, which I missed. It was like a whole shit show getting there. But flying out of the country, like by myself, going through customs by myself, getting picked up at the airport in Mexico alone. Like, of course, they had a driver for me and I had someone to call and be like, I'm here. You know, they took care of everything, which was fantastic. But even just doing it was scary. And I didn't really know what I was, you know, gonna arrive to or like what the vibes would be but I felt like it had to be better than just like sitting in my room and being sad like I just I don't even have any tears left in me I keep saying that I'm like I think that you have you know maybe like an allotted amount allotted amount of tears that you can really cry over a certain situation or over someone like Definitely grief is in ups and downs, but I feel like breakup grief is specific in the sense that if you really take that initial time in the beginning to hurt and to let it sink in and talk about it. And like, I'm not ashamed to be like, oh, I talked about it to everyone, like anyone and everyone that would listen. I told my story. I told my side of the story too. And now that I have, I just feel cleansed. Like I don't have to... I feel accepted and understood and so many people that I did tell almost every single person that I told was like you know that's a fucked up situation but it was probably meant to be and you know I think it'll end up being good for you and at first in the very beginning when people were like no this was meant to be this is good for you I was like no I didn't want to accept it and now I can't imagine it any other way 
I really, I mean, I know what it would be like the other way, which would be, I felt so stuck for so long waking up in this cycle and living in LA in my penthouse apartment. Like every day I would wake up and look at my phone and, you know, check my bank account, check my money, like check everything that's going on. And it would all be like, fantastic, great, 100%, making money, making followers, getting to all these goals that I set for myself. And I would be so miserable and depressed because I was in a toxic environment with so much negativity, so much paranoia. That's really what it was. Like the paranoia of the people in my life and their stress was affecting me so deeply. And just two months ago, I would have been like, I need anxiety medication. Like I need to be medicated. I'm not okay. I wake up anxious. And even after now, after everything that I went through, you would think that it would be even worse. And it's better. Like, I just can't, I can't even believe it because I want to think that anxiety, it really is like a, you know, I don't know, like a chemically affected thing in your brain, like an imbalance of chemicals and, and certain things that help you cope with stress. But I also now look at it like, in a deeper way, that anxiety or that word for like just waking up and feeling that something is wrong. That's not, it. there's a difference. Like I was having like a, a soul message was being sent to me either by my own brain or by guardian angels, by the universe, by God, whatever you want to call it. My higher self was telling me this cannot go on any longer. You are being held back. And I was so, honestly, I was stressed out about like money, saving the future because I felt limited. I was like, this guy I'm with is only going to be able to make it so far. Like there is a limit on him because of all these specific things that were an issue. And I don't have a limit on me. I've done things right. I've done the right thing for a long time in my life, which has set me up so that I don't have a limit. I can do anything. And I was feeling very held back. Just traveling, for example. My favorite thing to do is travel. I have said that so many times. Every time I do, I kind of apologize for it because I'm like, I know that that's a privileged thing to enjoy. Regardless of that, though, I was not able to do it because I was with someone who would sacrifice everything else but would not give you know, a little bit of time to have these incredible experiences. And it didn't start off like that. So it's not, I don't want to say that I, you know, in the beginning, I think it was right. Like I know everything happens for a reason. I don't regret it, even though in the beginning, like, and even still now it's hard to say that. Like, do I regret it? No, I wish that maybe this happened when I was younger so that I had more time. Like I want to have a baby. Um, (laughs) which I will. I mean, I keep saying this to people. I'm like, I feel old. Like, I just want to be able to have fun. Like, I don't want to have to jump into some like crazy serious relationship. I want to be able to date someone and have fun with it, but not feel like I'm wasting time and like look back and be 29 and be like, fuck, I've been acting like I was 22 for five years. And now I want to like have a baby or get married or settle down. I don't know. A lot of that expectation fulfilling has like left me, but I still do. The one thing that I do know is I want, I do want to have a kid. 
And that's really all I guess matters is like, I will be able to, I mean, I could find someone tomorrow. I'm, I could find someone right now if I wanted to, but I don't want to have a kid with just anybody. I don't want a sperm donor. Like to me, the whole exciting part of having a child, like half of the excitement is sharing it with someone else and being like, look at what we created together and raising it together and enjoying like the experience of loving something so much together because that's what I looked up to and enjoyed so much about my parents and their love of being parents to me and my brother and and I knew that it was so clear to me from a very very young age like my parents wanted us they love us they choose to be parents every single day like that is their priority is being our parents like waking up and being mom and dad for us and I want that with someone else and I want to be able to find that in a certain amount of time and I want it to be real so that makes me feel slightly pressured I guess but at the same time not really looking at it from the big picture I know I have time and everything that happens is for a reason so whether I find someone tomorrow and have 10 kids with them and get married or if I never find someone and I end up being on my own forever which I don't think either of those things will happen but if either did it would be because that's meant to be for me so Mexico was fabulous also I will say there were like a couple of guys who I knew thought I was cute or liked me and I was not interested but just to feel like the pretty girl like or a pretty girl like how I used to feel in high school when I knew someone would have a crush on me even if I didn't care like that sounds very egotistical but after being broken up with I was really feeling not just broken up with after being cheated on with a girl who I don't like to compare and it's not about looks or how much money you have or what your job is or how successful you are in life but like realistically this girl's a downgrade and there's no one who's going to tell me that that's not true and so to be cheated on with someone less than or that I would look at as less than made me feel like what the fuck no guy will ever like show effort again to me like I just couldn't imagine a guy being nice like I just really lost hope for a little bit and it's just been nice being like treated nicely and being like not pursued necessarily because no one was pursuing me but like knowing that people were thinking like oh she's cute or that she's funny or I like her like I vibe with this girl it felt nice to be validated in that way after for so long feeling not I don't want to say I was I felt stupid because I knew in the relationship I was actually the smart one sorry if that's fucked up to say but I think most girls would agree like low-key you feel like you're the smart one when you're in a straight relationship with a guy and emotionally at least like I knew I was the emotionally mature one in a lot of ways and still felt like put down and stupid and like my feelings were not valid and I was dramatic and ungrateful and not appreciative that was like his favorite thing to say was like I was ungrateful and not appreciative which if you listen back to my old podcast if you look at everything that I've ever done all my videos like any time I ever mentioned it the one thing I would say I was was grateful and that's what kept me in it for as long as I was I would wake up every morning and even in those times where I felt really depressed and hopeless I would take that 
couple of seconds in when we would just be asleep in bed, like my animal, have everything so beautiful, the view of the Hollywood sign when I wake up, like just the most incredible looking life on the outside. And I would say, I'm really grateful regardless of how my soul is feeling right now. Like I'll get through this. Like just thinking that it was just like depression or, you know, I kept making excuses like, oh, it's hard living in LA. I just haven't found the right friend group. I haven't done this. I haven't gotten the chance to do this. It's been Corona, whatever it was, was really an excuse because what was draining my soul was the toxicity of this codependent relationship I was in. So codependent. I didn't even really understand what that meant until after. And I have a therapist now, (laughs) my therapist. Sounds all like crazy girl. Um, But she'd made me feel validated that a lot of it was just, you know, gaslighting and Sometimes people do that to you. Not They're not aware that they're doing it like because you have to look at it in the sense that just because someone's gaslighting you, it might not be because they're smart enough to be thinking in their head like, oh, I'm going to say this so that they, you know, think that they're wrong and like stops, whatever. Sometimes they just do it because they're a toxic person and they're hurting on the inside and they have issues that you're not going to be able to fix. They're the only person that can fix it. And I am such a like caregiver, fixer, take care type person. I think that's part of my like maternal desire to be a mom is like I like taking care. I like I feel meant to be a mom. Like, oh my God, I want to cry about it. I guess that's good. I'm like at that point in my life that I never thought I would be at, which is just that I know I do want one. Not right now. And if I found out tomorrow, I would be kind of fucking pissed. I'd be like, what the fuck? Not yet. But when the time is right with the right person in the right relationship, like obviously you're never ready. People always say that like, you're never ready. Sure. Maybe it'll be hard when it happens. And of course you're never fully ready to be a parent, but I want to be in a relationship that is stable and happy and someone that I'm ready to commit to co-parenting with for the rest of my life. So that's going to take some time to figure that out. Like I feel like Getting to know someone on that kind of level, to me, it seems like it would take so long, like years. I I don't know. That's why the stress, I feel the stress. But I also would argue that I think, for example, I met this girl in the club in Mexico, one of the girls I had the conversation with, and we just like connected so much and we looked at each other at the end of the night and I was like, I feel like I know you and like I know you and she was like I think we met in a past life like I really like there's some also maybe they were they might have been on something I was not on anything um but it felt like real and genuine and that was just off of a conversation that lasted for like 30 minutes to an hour like just in deep conversation so I would argue that I don't think I have to date someone for five years to know that I want to have a kid with them like but I also feel like I want to have time to be single and like do my own thing. Not even when I say that, like be single, like I have no desire to like just go out and like, I don't even want to go on date. Like that's not even my goal. Like finding guys to go on dates with plenty of people have asked me to hang out. And I just, I don't want to say I'm a flake because I, I don't like ghost people, but I'm just kind of like choosy about it. Like I haven't, I haven't hung out with anyone. I've hung out with one person since my breakup and like I'm fine with that like I don't I'm just gonna wait till things feel right like I'm not just 
gonna force it. My mom is kind of like, I want you to go on a date with 10 guys. Go on 10 dates with 10 different guys. Like, just do it. Find them. Go on dates. And it's like, sure, there's 10 people in the world that I could go on a date with. But I'm like, I don't want to do that for no reason. Like, I'm not putting myself in a situation to like meet up with someone unless I already know that I'm for sure kind of already like interested or into it. So that's pretty rare for me, I guess. I haven't been looking for that long, but I'm not really looking. That's really my point of this is I'm just sitting back and letting whatever happens happen while also taking every opportunity that comes to me. So I've had a one day layover since Mexico. I literally got home at 11 p.m., went to sleep, woke up today around 12, tried to sleep as much as I could, and I got ready. I drove to Boston and now I'm here in my hotel room. And my flight is tomorrow morning. So I'm really excited to see my best friend, Paige. If you guys don't already know Paige, she is my BFF. She's from Alaska. We met in community college. She lived on the Cape for like a year or something, not even. And we met and we've just been best friends ever since. Like For example, I met Paige and probably within... A month I would say maybe two months I considered her my best friend and I had been friends with a girl at that time who I had probably known for 10 years um, on and off for 10 years who was also one of my best friends but the way that I felt with Paige after two months was closer and more connected and just like a vibe or energy, whatever you want to call it, was stronger than someone I had known for 10 years, not in an offensive way. It was just meant for that. It was just meant to be like that. So although I feel like I wasted time in a way because I spent, you know, I keep saying five, it was really more like six years with one person completely loyal. I never, I can say this because at this point I would just be like, oh yeah, well, you know, I did this or I did that. I didn't. I didn't do anything. On all my other boyfriends in high school, it was like, I didn't give a fuck. Like, I don't know. I, I, for one, for one, my other only long-term relationship that I had, I did cheat on him two times with my ex. <laughs> so I just, you know, have not really been around the town. Like, I just feel like I'm a baby virgin all over again. And it's kind of fun. It's kind of like a cute, I feel cute and innocent, but I also feel a little bit scared for myself because I'm like, I don't want to get my heart broken. I'm such a like deep, (laughs) I'm so deep. That's kind of shallow to say (laughs) the opposite, but I'm so like deeply loving. Like I just look at people and see the best in them and just instantly think like, how can I make them happy? What can I do for them? Like, I just want, I just enjoy making other people happy, but I have to be careful about that because I don't want to attract any more people that are going to use me. That is my problem is I'm so giving that people who are users see that and they're like, oh my God, I would love to take. People who are takers love givers. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to find someone who is an equal give and take, give and take, back and forth, equal with love. You know what I mean? Like, it's not about money or materials or any of that. I just want like a genuine and honest relationship. I want to be honest with someone. And I feel like already I'm just seeing that there's so much out there for me this past week, this past month. I have done more things and had more fun and 
been so really independent, like flying places on my own, staying at hotels alone, finding my new apartment, like all this stuff by myself. And it hasn't been that hard. Like it's been kind of fun. The very, very beginning was hard and then it got less hard and less hard and softer and softer and softer. (laughs) And yeah, now it's like I haven't, I don't remember the last time I cried. I just feel like and any time that I feel the vibe to cry, it's more so like relief. Like I feel just, I can't, I just feel like my prayers were answered. Like that sounds corny, but I really every day would just wake up in the beginning and just cry and pray and be like, please give me the strength to forgive and to trust people again. I said, I haven't cried in so long and here I am crying. (laughs) I just prayed to be able to forgive and move on. And it's still like a process. I forgive in the sense of like, I believe it was all meant to be, but it hurts still to think that someone I didn't do anything wrong to, I just loved and supported and was hopeful with. And it wasn't a clean breakup. It was so dirty. It was such a dirty breakup, not on my end. And so that's hurtful. I feel angry. Like at this point, I'm just kind of pissed. I'm like pissed. Like that's so upsetting. If this happened to my daughter, like I would want to fucking kill the person. Like just what a dick. That's what I think. Like it's kind of laughable. And um, two months ago, I would not be laughing. I would be like, it's not funny. But like, no, it actually is kind of funny. Like what the fuck? This person is such an idiot. It's actually sad. Like I truly do... No, I don't know if I feel bad, but maybe I will someday feel a little bit bad that someone was so stupid and fucked up such a good opportunity. And that's really what I was, was an opportunity. And that's his loss. And it's my gain and my win because what the fuck? Someone was only with me because I was a good opportunity. That's why. Not because I was their soulmate or their partner in life. The way that I looked at a relationship was partners supporters best friends like we can tell each other anything anything you're thinking I'm thinking too like there's nothing you can do that you should feel embarrassed about or ashamed of like I will I'm I have a big heart and that's what I realized and that seems like corny to say and I didn't even used to know what that meant when people would be like I have a big heart and like I'm a good lover like I'm a lover not a fighter and now I get it like I know who I am and I feel solid in my choices like this weekend was crazy um there were lots of like you know things happening and I didn't feel peer pressured at all mostly because everyone there was so nice but also because I felt secure in myself being like oh I don't want to drink anymore oh I don't do that or I just smoke weed like I wasn't embarrassed I was like yeah I'm just a fucking stoner like no I don't do drugs like Carly doesn't do drugs like sorry and that was fine like no one thought anything of it. And if they did, I didn't really give a fuck. Like, so I feel solid in myself. I know who I am. I'm being confident, being by myself, like checking into hotels alone. A month ago, I would have been like, people are looking at me. They're wondering if I'm, why I'm alone. Someone's going to murder me. And now I'm just like, I'm a grown ass woman and I have good credit and I have talent (laughs) and I have fucking money so I can do anything I want I have my passport and I got some money so that's all that matters you know what I mean freedom freedom that is all I wanted was freedom and I feel it so deeply so 
released from a long time of feeling like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Why do I feel unhappy? Why do I feel unfulfilled? What is What am I going to do with my life? I felt very nervous for the future in a different way than I do now. In the way of like, is this, am I going to use my whole life on this? Is it ever going to get better? Will I ever feel true happiness? Will I feel freedom? And now I'm just like, oh my God, I've already created such a great life for myself and I didn't realize it. Like I've made good choices. I've been smart with my money. I've saved my money. I've learned the hard way about a lot of things to set myself up for a good future. And now I can actually enjoy that because I'm not being held back or anchored down or weighed down, drowned. Drowned is how I was living, being drowned. And now I'm floating right on the top, baby. I'm feeling much better. So I am about to go to sleep. I have a flight in the morning. I have to be up at 6 a.m. and it's midnight. But I'm really glad I got this all out, told you guys about my Mexico weekend. And next week, I will be back telling you about Miami. Fingers crossed. Everything will be fun. I'm really just going to have a fun girls weekend, reunite with my BFF and just catch up on everything. We're going to be talking so much. Like we're going to wake up with like a sore throat from talking so much and we're going to eat everything and just enjoy our love for each other. So I'm really excited and I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much for being a podcast listener. I really appreciate you guys. You are the real fans. I love you so much. Make sure you're following Bell Cartel on Instagram. That's where I'm posting polls, questions, stuff that I'm going to be using for the podcast, announcing when there's new episodes out, etc, etc. And also check out the merch that is now on the website. Go to carlyrbell.com and you can go to the merch site on there. We have phone cases, pillows, sweatpants, sweatshirts, everything you guys are requesting. I'm going to have some new stuff coming up on there very soon. And yeah, I love you guys. I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.